0: If you have not already heard the first part of this interview, I want you to go back and check out episode 36 because this second part of the interview is full of advice. So many gems here. We talk about the importance of respect, managing conflict, advice for couples, advice for couples who want to work together, advice for podcasters, just lots of advice and other stuff too. This is the second part of my interview with Snooks and Lovey Kaysen. I only started, um, I had the thought like. Let me interview couples because it's like I'm in a new relationship. We've only been together for a few years, um, but I, I I want as many nuggets as I can get about like how to make my relationship work and last. So yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. So how do you manage conflict? You wrote, we have established rules of engagement and we play fair because even when we disagree or are angry, we respect each other. Talk about how important respect is in a
1: relationship, please. Um, so we manage, I'm I'm like, I'm right, and that's it. And he's like, Yes, ma'am. And that's how we
2: <laughs> see? see this is where this is this is how I know she should have been Catholic because this is the one she's supposed to go to confession. All right. No, she's lying. No. Here the thing is, anytime you're talking about managing conflict, here's here's the thing. Conflict. Well, it's your statement. You want to say it? She has a statement that I've always stolen from her where conflict is inevitable. Combat is optional. And if you think about that, we're human beings. Everybody's different. We have our, our personalities, the way we do things are as different as our fingerprints. Everybody has a unique set of fingerprints. So there's going to be conflict. There's always, like we talked about very early on, you may want the exact same thing, but we might have differing ways of getting there. I want to take the direct route. She wants the scenic route. We're going to argue about how we get there. And then once we get there, we realize why were we arguing? We wanted the exact same thing, Mm -hmm. but there was conflict in that process. Mm -hmm. And we believe that it's except that there's going to be conflict period. There's going to be push and pull. There's going to be uh, a lot of friction and a lot of different things you want, the way you raise kids, how you deal with your finances, um, even in your sexual relationship, I like this. I don't like that. Oh, well, why did you do it that way? There's always going to be some type of conflict and it's about managing that and respecting each other. And if you watch any kind of combat sports, whether it's, you know, football, um, I, let's just call them you know, opposing sides. There's always rules. Even when you fight each other and you get to, you know, you got these people, in MMA, they come together in the center of the ring. And they're given a set of rules that they have to abide by even though they're about to get at it right relationships and marriage are absolutely no different establish a set of rules that you're gonna you're not gonna call me out my name you can't hit me da, 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 da. you establish these rules some of them should be known but you know what take nothing for granted talk about how we're going to engage with each other when we have a disagreement and then stick to it
1: yeah for me um i i think about i i feel like a lot of times you know we say oh i love you and, and people say they love each other, but the respect part is missing. I feel like um, there are certain things that I will not do because of the level of respect that I have for him and vice versa. You know, we just we just don't do that. Like like you say, we talked about uh, rules of engagement. There are five things I told him off the bat. These are my five deal breakers. You break one, I'm out, you know. Now, of course, they mean something different because now we in it, and I'm like, "Uh -uh, I'm gonna get all the insurance money. I'm just gonna say, (laughs) so I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) But, um, you know, we 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 have a respect for each other, and I think a lot of times that is that's missing because when you respect me, you're not gonna call me out my name. You're not gonna be overly aggressive. And because the things that I don't like, you're not going to do that. Be- or, and I'm not going to do that because of the respect that I have for you. You know, um, and, and I feel like we always think that, oh, it should be love, love, love. I know husbands that love their wives and they beat them. You know, I feel like, but maybe because you didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, your level of respect wasn't there for her or for him, you know, because women beat on their men too. As a person, I need you to respect me outside of my role as your wife. I, As a woman, first and foremost, I am a woman. I am a mother. I am your wife. Or, you know, and I'm I'm a child of God whom you say you love. So make sure you treat me as such because I'm going to make sure I do the same with you. The other thing, too, is that a lot of times when we argue or whatever, we have to make sure that we're keeping make keep the main thing the main thing if i don't like something i'm not going to say i'm not going to attack him as an individual or a person i'm going to talk about the thing that i don't like and but not about levy because we mix that up a lot of times in relationships well you always and you no we're not talking about you we're talking about that thing you know why why whatever that is happen so we need to learn how to keep the main thing the main thing stay on topic. Don't be all over about, you know, holding grudges. We let's not do that because all that is is you, it's like you're when you're holding a grudge, you have this carrying around this big old bag and I'm waiting. Ooh, I can't wait cuz when I unleash it, it's just going to be, you know, and that's what your focus is. Your focus is not on the relationship at that time. Your focus is on being right. There are so many people that will bypass happiness or joy in a relationship, just to be right, we forego that sometimes because the important thing for me is that I'm right. Ain't nobody gonna be laying next to you in the bed. You're gonna be right all by yourself, you know. So what's what's more important? And we always say, do you want to do you want to be happy, or you want to be right, or do you want the relationship? Because we could always revisit what that thing was later if we start. Okay. We need to, we need to take a volleyball moment. So we have a word. um, If it gets too heated or too hot, okay, I'm calling volleyball. And that means that we all communication about that subject stops. We take 20 minutes, but no longer than 24 hours. And then we'll come back to it. Okay, now let's talk. Let's whatever, you know, and we have to respect that. It's a process that we have to learn how to respect.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's important. I mean, that word, we, we say volleyball and we, the couples that we coach, we tell them to come up with their own words. It's basically a safe word. Mm-hmm. You know, you've seen all the movies. Okay. If you're trying out some funky sex, you know, have a safe word, just to let you know, okay, oh, we got to stop. If you're going to have a safe word for something that lasts 20 to 30 minutes or whatever, why wouldn't you have a safe word for something that's supposed to last you a lifetime Right. and establishing that is let you know that, okay, you know, I'm going to respect this. It's not like, okay, I don't like, I don't feel like hearing your mouth, so I'm going to say volleyball. No, it, it's got to be something that's respected and not weaponized to where when I hear that word, I know that something just happened. We've crossed the line, maybe not for me, but maybe for her, and I have to respect that we're, we're in dangerous territory right now. So like she said, we'll give it 20 minutes minimum, no more than 24 hours. Let's come back to when we have level heads. And more times than not, you'll find that whatever we were arguing about, it really wasn't that important because once the, the temperature comes down a little bit you're like, you know what I was tripping or the other person thinks, Oh, okay. I was tripping. Okay. Well, no, no, you were right. You you did have a valid point, but now you're having a real conversation. And so that conflict piece is something that we all go through. We just have to learn how to manage it. One of the things that we do is we're um, level one, level two certified in by the Gottman Institute. It's the Gottman couples method of therapy. And they talk about how one of the things that John and Julie Gottman talk about extensively is that when they've looked over the course of the last 30 years at all these relationships, the only difference that they've been able to determine between a successful marriage and, and marriages that just will never work is that conflict is reduced to a minimum. The duration of that conflict is reduced to a minimum for those couples that are looking at it from a positive standpoint. So that means that, they both go, th- it's not that marriages that last don't have conflict, they do. They just work extremely hard to minimize or negate the amount of time that they're gonna remain in that conflict. Whereas the ones that don't last are the ones that, that seem to just wanna wallow in that misery. They wanna sit there. They want to. They can't wait till they get home so they can actually have that fight over and over and over again. And things will happen you just got to make sure that when they happen, that we're working towards a solution, a positive solution for it. So that way, the next time it happens, doesn't mean it's going to go away, but the next time it happens, we we try and reduce the amount of time that we spend on that particular challenge.
0: Thank you. Y'all heard what I said with all the nuggets and y'all was just like, all right, I'm going to give her all the nuggets because that was, I wrote down so much. Like I was literally here writing notes, like, because I, I love everything. I love the, um, the, volleyball the idea of like okay it's getting too heated we need a safe word to stop like mm-hmm. that is i think such a great tool because a lot of time it just keeps going and going and going and going until you know like what something big happens somebody mm-hmm. like you know there, there's always a explosion right.
2: <laughs> right, and we end up saying something that we know we didn't mean but it just fit the moment mm-hmm. because I, i'm gonna get my point across and then you usually walk away thinking oh, why did i say that and but the damage is done.
0: Yep. And you said um something like attacking the problem and not like you.
1: Yeah, keep the main thing the main thing. So if I'm if there's a situation, talk about that situation, not about what he is doing or isn't doing or what she is doing or what she isn't doing. We uh we we give our issues the our our partner's faces. And so we attack them when that's not even what we're really, you know.
2: Think about it from the perspective of, let's say you 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 want to buy a house, and somebody's FICO isn't quite there, or they made a decision about, um, you know, did something. I don't know, foolishly, like went out and bought something. No one, no one, we, you know, we're trying to do this any other. You da da, 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 da da. Now it becomes like I'm attacking the individual. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's we know that we're trying to accomplish something you know, and and we, we agreed to do this. Let's talk about how we approach our finances. The thing is our mindset regarding finances, not you made a stupid mistake, or you did something that went against it. Then then it's it's two different conversations to talk about how are we going to approach our finances going forward when we, so we can actually achieve this goal. You know, what are we going to commit to? It's about our process that we're going to develop together as opposed to, you know, you ain't no good. You've always done something wrong. You, 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 you you caused us not to be able to buy that house and we fell out of, you know, whatever. You're really talking about this, you know, it's the problem, but if you really approach it from the standpoint of, like she says, keep the main thing, the main thing and focus on that. Now I'm not going to be on the defensive. Like, well, what about the time you bought that? And Mm -hmm. then it's like, now we're no longer even rowing in the same direction. We're not even in the same boat anymore.
1: We're just tit for tat. And that's Mm -hmm. what it ends up being a lot of times. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why I love that because that, it, it it's so easy to just focus on like, no, I'm not hearing what you're saying. You do this. So like, you know, <laughs> for tat. It's, it's so easy to do that. We just do that. Like automatically, mm-hmm. it's a little more difficult to take a step back and be like, okay, yeah, I do do that. So what are we going to do about it? Right. Or, you know, how are we going to mm-hmm. make this better? How are we going to reach this goal together? Cause that's what mm-hmm. it's about. Right. Reaching exactly. the goals together. Exactly. I, I really love that. Um, also, you said something about like you always do this, you always do that. Um, those, it, I was just having a conversation with my partner the other day. He'll jokingly say like you never do this, and he's joking, right? But I'm just like, <laughs> stop saying never. <laughs> like I, I don't like that. Don't don't use these words always and never because I it's you know it's not true, and I know mm-hmm. you're joking, but don't get yourself in. A, a pattern of saying that, you know, because that'll, you, you may internalize that you may feel like I never do those things when you were just joking and you know, it wasn't even that deep, but right. yeah, those, those always and never words, I have a problem with those. <laughs> so
2: I keep telling them to get away from the always that subliminal programming is real. The, the more words are powerful. The more we say things, you know, it's, it's, we're basically just, you know, it's wallpaper. Every time we say something, as thin as it may be, it's just it, we we keep layering it, and the more you say it, that, that wallpaper becomes thicker and thicker and thicker, to, till you get to a point where you can't break through it any longer. And so, yeah, definitely.
0: And You don't even know where it started. Like you're like, why did I even start saying this? Why did I right. even start feeling this way? Right? So yeah, um, I'm learning. I have a life coach who um, her her main saying is to like catch it at a whisper. When you're having these thoughts or you're saying these things, is, is catch it now before mm-hmm. it actually becomes an issue. Right. Um, so I love that. Um, do you have any advice for couples? Please give me more all the nuggets and gems, please.
2: The biggest advice I can offer is be as crazy as as you possibly can be. <laughs> yeah. Are you going there? Yeah. Go ahead. So okay. be crazy. Um, so the acronym so married into crazy it means two things. First and foremost, when we, when we coined it, it just meant just being crazy, just being in a crazy relationship, as you can tell from our story, but it actually stands for an acronym it developed. And I think it was divinely inspired where crazy stands for compassionate, real, accountable, zealous, and yielding. So what we would tell every couple, and those are the five pillars upon which we do our teaching is that in everything that we do, we can be more compassionate. I don't care what it is. Finances. Um, emotional well-being. There's so many different things because we can always try and put ourselves in the other person's place and be more compassionate and understand where they're coming from. That will solve half of your challenges in your relationship. But being real, Snook's already spoke to, make, keep the main thing the main thing. When, you know, in our vernacular, when we talk about, oh, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm just keeping it real. A lot of times we use that as an excuse as a weapon to be cruel. <laughs> to say what we want to based on a shred of truth that existed. Maybe you did do something that I didn't like, but now I'm weaponizing it. And then a is being accountable, be accountable to each other. That goes without saying, but also have a level of accountability with yourself, right? Are you being accountable to that person looking back at you in the mirror? Because one day you woke up and said, look in the mirror. God, if I could just find the person that does this, this, and this, I swear, you know, I'm going to be a better woman or I'm going to be a better, and I'm a better man. And I'm going to do this that, and the other Well, be accountable. Because once the Lord brings that individual to you or that job or whatever it may be, be accountable to that person that was in the mirror. Because now it's like, okay, I prayed for this job, prayed throughout the interview process, got the job, got the interview. Now it's 8am, two years into the gig. And it's like, Ooh, I hate this job. Didn't you pray for that? Did you be accountable to that individual that's looking back at you? And then you want to go over
1: zealous? You know, we just you know how it is at the beginning of a relationship. Everyone is so, oh, I'm so and we can't wait to see each other. And let's go do this. Let's go do that. Well, over time, you know, you just start kind of taking their presence for granted. And so now them being around doesn't mean as much or it's not as important. Stay zealous for your relationship. Remember what it was that drew you to that person in the first place. Keep that at the forefront because I I want you to be excited when you see me. If you all drab, I ain't going to want to come home either, you know, and then you, the energy you give me, I'm petty. I'm about to give it back to you. (laughs) So yeah, you know, Stay zealous for each other, just trying to find new things or, and have conversations about, okay, okay you know, what do you want to do? Or what, what can we do to do something more, whatever it is, spice it up, whatever, but stay zealous for each other. Um, and then yielding. We talk about, we, it's not just yielding um, the woman yielding to the man, you know, everyone, Ephesians five, everyone loves that. I won't say everyone, all the men love that about being submissive and everything but it's a mission unto each other and then for us because we're christian we submit to god so it's not either my way or it's the highway no it's our way we rewrite our own dna for each other so we yield to each other some things i know more about than he does and he's like i'm gonna let you run with that and a lot of things he knows more about than i do i'm like babe just take it i don't care you know but we have to make sure that we're in that, we're in it together. I don't have a problem with him taking the lead unless he trying to make me do something I want to do. But <laughs> I don't have a problem with that, you know, because I trust him. So we have to make sure that that's what, you know, we keep it like that.
2: And yielding is probably the hardest.
1: For lovey. It for is for me, hardest.
2: it is, it is. No, but <laughs> it, I think it's the hardest for most couples because let's be honest with you. Um, black women are, are, we have daughters. We raised them to be strong, independent women. Um, Snooks will tell people many times that she was raised to be a strong, independent black woman. She was not raised to be a wife. Mm-hmm. And many men will tell you that, you know, that we have a certain per, you know idea of what it takes to be a man in today's world. And what we haven't been taught is that yielding, is just, just like our vehicle. Everybody, for the, for the most part, most people drive. The great majority of people drive. You know, when there's a yield sign, that means that, you yield into the, you know, the, the traffic that has the right-of-way. It doesn't mean you're not going to get to your destination. It just means that you need to yield to the oncoming traffic. And then you merge, you fit, you get in where you fit in so you can get to your destination. In a relationship, we have to do the exact same thing. Recognize that you're both trying to go in the exact same direction. You have a destination that you've agreed upon between the two of you. It doesn't matter who's behind the driver's wheel, right? Or who's in the passenger seat, as long as you arrive together. So she's better at finances than I am. She pays attention to more detail. Hey, you drive that. And look, we got some family. was like, I can't believe, you know, you let her handle the finances. Psh, please. Have you seen our bank account? If I was the one that was driving this bus, oh, we stay broke. You know, so it's one of those things where you have to recognize and without ego, be willing to, to yield to each other for the betterment of your relationship, for your union, for your covenant.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, I really love analogies. And I, I really love the analogy of, you know, you're going the same place. Sometimes you just got to slow down and let somebody pass you and get in where you fit in. Um, I think that's great. And um, what I hear from it is like playing to your strengths, right? It's like you are better at this than me. Of course, I'm going to let you lead in this part of our relationship right but in this part oh i got this like let me just you know you just come along for the ride in this part so um yeah it just makes so much sense when you think about it
2: right we we were going through this process at the bank the other day and for whatever reason the loan officer kept looking at me and he's asking questions i'm like you better talk to her (laughs) because i'm just here I'm just here to sign where you need me to. She's running this ship because that's, that was her forte. She's been in the banking industry for over 20 years. So it's one of those things particularly mortgage lending. So every time he would look at me, I'm like, talk to her. <laughs> so yeah, it's, but that's what I would say to couples is, is find a way to, to use that acronym to be, to remain and seek to be crazy in your daily dealings with each other. <laughs>
0: Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I wanna tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K L A D Y P R O D dot com. Okay, yes. Now I want to talk about do you have any advice for couples out there who are looking to work together, who are looking to like start projects together? Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's not, maybe it's like an organization or whatever, you know, something, but they're like, you know, I really want to do this thing with my partner.
1: Any advice? You're shaking your head. Don't do it. (laughs) It's
2: not for the weak.
1: It is not for the weak. It's not for the weary. mm -mm. You got to be strong. Stay strong, sister. Stay strong.
2: (laughs) You know, it's funny. It's a common topic that we discuss when we're talking with couples, particularly those that have a tendency to work with each other as well. Because we're always looking for nuggets. We are still on a path. You know, everybody wants to get to a higher level in their relationship. So we asked the exact same question, but I, I, it comes back to respect and, and learning how to place boundaries because if you're, particularly if you're working from home, if it's a home-based business, even if you have a brick and mortar and you get to the point where, okay, the day has ended. You can't bring the challenges, the things that you're facing, the adversities that you're facing in your business into the bedroom or into the kitchen or into the living room. There has to be a line of delineation between the professional side of, you know, Snooks and Levy and Snooks and Levy on on the couch, you know, trying to watch the Mandalorian or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't be at commercial break. Hey, you know, um, and, and I'm guilty. I'm the one that will bring up stuff for married in the crazy. At the drop of a dime, she could be like, "Okay, hey, I'm going to the store. I need to get something. Oh, okay, you know what? I need some more avocados. Oh, and I was thinking about this topic for the podcast, and she'll be quick like, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 not the time, because it, it's easy for me to to try and insert that, but I've learned over the last several years that even though I I I fall back, I slip. That we need to have that distinction between the two, because otherwise, you know, we lose sight of being husband and wife.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're together, but it's a job and a job has hours. You know, we always say, don't let the the man or whoever, don't let them work you to death. You know, don't let him work you to death either, because we still <laughs> we still have to be able to talk about us and not about the podcast or about the coaching or whatever it is, because we have to rejuvenate, too. And if all I, if I know that all you want to do is talk all the time about, I'm not, Mm-mm, I, I got it. I can't do that. I can't. And, and I, I won't even say we don't do that. Cause there are times when, if I know he's excited about something, I'm like, okay, I go with it, you know? So we, we still have that level of respect for each other. I'm like, okay, babe, what, what is it? You know? Oh, that's a good idea. And I'm like, okay, after a certain amount of time, I'm like, babe, okay, you know, he's like, okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. So we just, we learned that, but it's, it's not something that you're going to just do automatically because I, I, I typically feel like one is going to be more excited than the other and that's okay, you know, as long as the one who's more excited, doesn't make that one feel bad. And long as the one who's not as excited, doesn't start getting attitude about, you know, Cause we've we've done that too. I'm just like, bro, I don't care, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to care.
2: <laughs> She's like, I'll shut this oh, whole podcast care. thing down. I now. don't
1: care. I promise you, I don't care. You know, cause I trust you. Not like, oh, it's, it's stupid. But I'm like, I trust you. So my um me not acting on is more about me. I, I do trust you. And whatever you okay, I'll go with it. But if I don't like it, I'll let them know too. I'm like, Hmm that sucks. I don't like that. You know? So he, we, we figure it out, but you have to just be respectful of each other and be open and honest. It, there needs to be a safe space to where, for you to say what you like, what you don't like, you have to be open. You have to be honest about how you feel about the thing that you're doing. Because if I can't be honest and come to you and talk to you about it, that's going to create a different type of issue. So.
2: And, And give each other grace. Mm-hmm. because that excitement level sometimes will be like, Oh, i got this great idea da, da, or I met so-and-so and we have a chance to interview them. And, da, 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 and it's like, but it might, she might've just had a, a bad day, uh, a bad conversation with a cousin or somebody had something. And then I'm coming in with all this enthusiasm, like a little puppy with my tail wagging, you know, and she's like, I'm shutting it all down. <laughs> and, and, so I then never said that, be, no, but, but be willing to give each other grace that there's going to be moments where, yeah, okay, let me give you your five minutes. You got five minutes to kind of talk about it. And then we need to get back to our lives, table it, write it down, write make it a down. note
0: write it down. so that
2: during, you know, our, our, our podcasting hours, our banking, hours, our business hours, we can then discuss it then because if it's, if it's really that great of an idea, it'll be great in the morning as well.
1: Yeah. And make sure you have business meetings. That's what, you know. Mm. You have to treat it. It's a real business. Don't be half stepping with it because it's yours together. If it's a business, it's a business and treat it as such. We have our monthly meetings. You know, Make sure you do all those things that you would do had you been working for someone else.
0: Yes. Thank you for all of that. I got a lot out of that. <laughs> um, I'm always the more excited one and I'm learning that that's okay. So <laughs> he's always like, He's more like you. Snook's like, yeah, I don't care. I know you got it. Like, just, you know, get it. I know you got this. You got it. <laughs> but that's okay. Like, I, I love that you just went through all of that because we're giving each other, we have to give each other grace. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, any advice for podcasters? Because y'all are doing y'all thing in the podcast space. So, please, nugget. Like
2: I will say give yourself grace there as well, because no matter how well you're doing or give yourself grace because there's, I'll I'll look at somebody, have some new equipment. I'm like, Ooh, I don't have that. You know, there's a little bit of envy or somebody that you gave advice to all of a sudden shoots way beyond you when it comes to subscribers or whatever. It just means that there's, you know, a need for it. Um, Give yourself grace because, and always get back to, you know, let me, let me say this probably the greatest advice I can give you is remember why you started in the first place, Mm -hmm. the times that we've truly faltered when it comes to, you know, just the podcast in itself is when I was so overly focused on the metrics, looking at how many people were listening and, you know, week to week, you know, day by day, all of that. And the more I focused on metrics and the fact that at the time we weren't monetizing the podcast, things really started to go south. And then Snooks would always say, well, are we impacting lives? You know, what is, did, you get an email, an email would come through? And there was one time and it's actually, we have it framed on a wall. I always talk about this. There was our very first video interview that we did with um, Joey and Tina Kibble. And it was, it came at a time where I was like, yeah, this is cool, but you know what, are we really making an impact? You know, nobody's listening and, I'm just going to shut it down. And then I get this random response on YouTube, which our YouTube sucks. Don't ever go there. Not yet. Um, we're changing that. We're revamping it, but there was a random response from a woman in South Africa talking about how that interview really helped her in her marriage. And I'm thinking, wow, all the way on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. just when I was thinking like, we're going to shut this thing down. Somebody reaches out and says, and then it reminded me, like, why are you really doing this? Cause at the, in the very beginning, I didn't care about monetization. I didn't care about numbers. We were doing this just, if we could help one other couple, you know, through a rough patch, then it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And we have to keep coming back to that. Remember why you're starting your podcast. And if it was an honorable and worthy reason to invest in the microphone in the equipment in the time to sit down and share your voice, then keep doing it. Yes, those other things are important to a certain extent, and I believe those things will line up, but only if you're living in your niche, you're living in your purpose when it comes to the voice that you're putting out there on the microphone. Somebody told me that when God created each and every one of us, we are the manifestation of a promise that God is making to the world. Mm. And if podcasting is a part of that, if you have a voice, if you have a purpose and you have a desire to share some knowledge, or create some levity for people to laugh, whatever your podcast is. If that's truly a part of the promise that God was making to the world through you, then le- lean into that and not into the things that come along with it. The monetization, the, the listenership, the sponsorship, the, the the gear, all that. Those things will come if you're leaning into the promise that God was making through you.
0: I'm so stuck on that. I love that. When God was making each one of us, we are a manifestation of a promise that He was making to the world. What? Like, I <laughs> love that. That is so just on um, point for me. I, because I absolutely believe, like, we all have a purpose on this world, and I don't think it's as deep as we all try to like, you know, look for. Like, we all oh, I gotta find my purpose. Like, I don't think it's that deep. I think it's a lot more simple. Um, and oh
2: i I know i stole that from somebody else i don't know who <laughs> um i listen to a lot of stuff so um. thank sure you whoever said it amen <laughs> amen
0: because yeah I, it definitely needed to get to me so i I, mm, hmm. I love that um is there anything else any other gems you want to give us anything else maybe we forgot to talk about you wanted to mention or
2: um, mm-hmm. No, nothing as far as gems to share. Just, you know, if, if you're going to start, well, first of all, let me say this. I love, 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 love the name of your podcast. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that, so, it kind of just came to me. I was, I was looking for an acronym for pink because my company is called pink lady productions and okay. I slept on it and I woke up the next morning with that name. And I'm like, that's it. Podcasting
2: like, it. is the new kink. I love that thank because. You. Um, a long time ago, I will say this. Um, so in the very beginning of our journey for podcasting, um, we weren't always married into crazy. Originally we were the Snooks and Levy show. And when we would tell people, you know, like, Oh, I've got a podcast. I'm like, okay, what's the name of it? I tell them, they're like, Oh, what's that about? And there's a podcaster out there and I, and I'm just giving him his credit because I I, I do like him. Uh, Mark Jackson does the school of podcasting and one day I heard him um, say, he, he gave some advice to somebody else and I sent him an email and just asking, actually, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't email. It was one of those voice things that he does. He has this thing where you can call in and, or, you know, do this. So I left him a voice message and it ended up becoming part of his show, this one episode, because I was asking about, you know, strong names or whatever. And he made this statement in addressing my question that if someone has to ask you, And once you tell them the name of your podcast, if they have to ask you, what's that about? He was just saying, it's a horrible name. Because if I have to go into it, that means it's just not grabbing. Because imagine somebody scrolling and they see your name. They're like, eh, what's that about? So we went from the Snooks and Levy show to Married into Crazy. Because Married into Crazy was already a phrase that we used within our relationship and within our family. We'd already, I made cups for family members joking about how all the men in her family married into crazy. And it just stuck. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that we're talking about marriage and how crazy it is and this different stuff, but the spin is the acronym that we have with it. So when you're looking at your podcast and you're talking about podcasting is the new kink, it really is. And I love that because that will stop me. If I'm scrolling, looking for something new to listen to podcasting, Oh, I'm going to listen to this. What's this about? Cause I, I know what it's about to I know it's about podcasting, but when you say it's the new kink, okay, I got to hear that. Well, what, <laughs> what's your spin? So I think that's a beautiful yeah, yeah. Uh, name that you have and I think that Definitely. many times people including ourselves don't think about how we're going to grab individuals and get somebody to stop scrolling and if you look at all the the millions and millions of podcasts that are out there there's a lot out there where the titles are similar it doesn't help them stand out and more problematic it doesn't speak to what they're right. doing mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for saying that. Um, like I said, I just kind of gave you the gist of where the name came from. But if I'm going to go a little deeper into it, I started a business to help people produce podcasts and to help our people, people of color, Black women specifically, um, produce podcasts and do them like for free. Because the truth is, you could really start a podcast today if you wanted to. You don't really need all the equipment and all these things. Um, there's so many people out here with a message. And I'm like, I started talking to so many people and I'm like, you need a freaking podcast. And they're (laughs) like, well, it's too expensive. It's this, it's that. So my content just really started to be how you can start a podcast today, like in as little money as possible, in as short a time as possible, how you can like really start to share your message. Um, So with me starting to like share my message, um, I wanted to talk about things that were important to me. One thing that is really important to me, me is my hair, black hair. I'm a natural, <clears throat> excuse me, I have natural hair. And, you know, kinky hair is something that is still <clears throat> the topic of yeah, conversation right, in the still. workplace. You know, it's, it's not professional. And it's just that it, it kind of had a double meaning for me is like, yeah, kinky, like that. that's my hair, right? That That's that natural part of me but also when you think of kink you think of like uh something weird that people do right or something like what, what's the new the new thing that people do right and that's the thing podcasting is also like everybody and their mama got a podcast right but everybody and their mama doesn't really have a message that the world needs to hear right so it it has a lot of meanings for me, <laughs> but yeah, um, I really appreciate that. I definitely thought a lot about like, if I'm scrolling, this is, this is a name that would absolutely stand out to me. So I mm-hmm. hope it has that effect on others. So thank you so much for saying that. Cause I feel like I'm went on the right track with that.
2: <laughs> <one>. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think networking is huge as well. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I would get network. I mean, I know that um, we've, garnered guests on our show and I've made connections and friendships through um like the Black Pod Collective and you know through um Ona and and all the people that are in, involved with her organization and um belonging to that and networking and getting around and seeing we two years ago we went to um we went out to Atlanta we flew from California out to the ATL just to go to the conference to be around other like-minded Um, people of color that are podcasting Mm -hmm. and it was mind-blowing and it was just amazing to be in that environment, just be like, okay, we're not crazy. There are people from all over the world that are actually doing this. And, and we all had a very different, unique way of sharing our messages and no one was saying anyone was better. We were just saying we're all just different, but we celebrated that difference and lifting each other up. So um, that's the other thing. Don't, don't try and be on an Island doing it all by yourself.
0: Absolutely, I always say podcasting is a team sport. Get you a podcast editor or, or a coach or uh, a co-host or something. It's, it can be lonely, right?
1: It can be not only just lonely but overwhelming too. I mean, I don't do any of like the editing and stuff like that. I, I originally, Lovey was doing that. <laughs> And he was trying to show me how to do it. And I was like, mm, this is not my talent. Okay. So, but I could see where he would be frustrated too, because when you're still working a regular job, um, you're nine to five and your husband and your father and there are other things. And you're trying to do podcasting at the same time. It, he's in the office and sometimes we're doing life out here. And he's by himself, you know, and I'm like, Oh, do you need anything? And no, I don't need anything. I was like, Oh, okay, let me go. Let me go. Cause he's not happy, but it can be very frustrating. But so don't put yourself on an Island. You know, if you can find you some good people, make sure you do.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell my audience where they can find your podcast.
2: So you can find our podcast at uh, the married into crazy podcast on all the major venues. Um, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify. Basically, it's it's you can get it everywhere you download your podcast. It's also on YouTube. Uh, don't judge us on what you see right now. Uh, but it's one of those things where I did it begrudgingly because a friend of mine who has over 100,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel has always been saying, you need to get into this. And so I just begrudgingly started it. But now we're going to be placing a lot more focus on that. But everything we do in social media is Married Into Crazy. So our website is marriedintocrazy.com and we invite all of the couples, people that including yourself, we have a particular website that's raise the bar marriage.com and in raise the bar marriage.com we actually have an 18 video self-paced series where you can actually go and look at these video vignettes along with some of the teachings and there's a workbook and all that you can download where it walks you through some of the things we've talked about today these different nuggets, different things that we've discovered over the course of our marriage and things that we've gleaned from other very successful couples. And through some of the the training that we've received, we've put it into these 18 different videos. And the beauty of it is you pay what you want. Um, it's, it's, I'm not going to go into it as far as what the value of it is. You'll see that on the webpage, but at the end of the day, we don't want there to be a burden between you and the success of your marriage or your relationship as you continue to move in that direction. So. Um, there is a baseline. I think it's like, I think the minimum is like $20, but you can pay as much as you like, or as little as you like. We say, look at the testimonials that are on the website. You determine what that level of peace means to you in your relationship. And just wherever the spirit leads you feel free to, to pay that amount. That's our contribution um, to the world. And we, we really try to get the word out to where if you want to have a better relationship, there should be no barriers or very few. Um, that we're putting between you and that next level Mm -hmm.
0: that's right i love that it's like put your money where your mouth is right there you go (laughs) it's there for you if you really want to do the work right there you go i love that and thank you for saying all of that you know you're professional i didn't even have to ask for all your other links you just went right into it so thank you um i'm just like still so grateful for this um i learned so much
2: so how long before you're hitting the big time? We, we want you to set some real goals, get out there, make this thing happen because you're good at it. It's, it's, I think it's needed.
0: Thank you. Uh, so it's. I just started doing interviews. At first I was like strictly just kind of like sharing what I've learned from clients and like what I know and things like that. Um, but I really like doing interviews because I I get a chance to like talk to people that I wouldn't normally talk to and just learn something from this. Like I learned so much from like, I really have notes. Um, so you're right. I'm, I'm going to get on my goals. I, I'm kind of just like doing it right now. It's hard to do my thing when I have clients and I'm like more so focused on them, but um, yeah, I'm I'm going to find a balance and I'm going to come up with some goals and I'm going to send you my goals so that you can help keep me accountable.
2: I like that amen' I'm here for it thank you
0: thank you okay
1: let me let me just kind of say something real quick though um a lot of times we talk about balance you know maybe it's work-life balance maybe you know podcasting balance or whatever sometimes it, there you won't find a balance you'll find more of a harmony because some notes will be higher than other notes you know and you'll be it's it's kind of going to be fluid so don't feel like you got to have that balance 50 50 it will never be that and just thinking on it has to be that that will drive you crazy also so think of it more as like a harmony because i might give more here but i don't have to this way i can you know drop it down or whatever so keep the harmony not the balance
0: thank you for saying that. My life coach says that to me all the time. Oh, okay, good. So like, yeah, I know I needed to hear that again. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to tell her like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. Um, yeah, it is a harmony, right? It's, it's finding that flow instead of finding a rigid, like this has to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I learned so much. Like I've written down notes. I'm going to go study. I'm going to go talk to my partner. I'm about to go bother him right now. Like as soon as we get off this podcast, (laughs) talking about some stuff that I learned here. But yeah, thank you so much. I am so grateful. You guys, I know, I know. I know you are like just as speechless as I am. Like if you're anything like me, you learned so much from this episode. So please just email me what you learned email me at jasmine at pinkladyprod.com or you can DM me at pinkladyprod on Instagram. Talk to me. Let me know what you like. Let me know what nuggets you got. I can't wait to hear from you. And stay tuned because we are going to have some great interviews coming up. We're coming at you with all the interviews. Like I told you guys, I love doing interviews now. So this is what we're doing. Get used to it. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at Prod. that's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D, or you can email me at jasmine at PinkLadyProd.com. Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E. If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com. Subscribe to Podcasting is the new king for updates on new episodes, and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.